Hello, welcome to the Rocks On Podcast. We are joined today by Rocks Guard Christian Keeling. Christian, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's great. So, Christian, you're in your first season as a pro, uh, former Tar Heel and former Charleston Buckeye. My first question, though, as I normally do for anyone who's coming on the podcast, is, is how did you get into basketball and what other sports did you play growing up? Um, I kind of got into basketball because um, uh, my mom, she just wanted me to be active in sports and stuff. So, I mean, I was pretty, a pretty good af- athlete um, growing up. So, so they just, you know, you know, you go outside in the park and stuff, you play a little basketball. But my first, first organizer was probably like in recreation or something like that. So I was much taller at a younger age than most of the kids. So I thought it was cool because, you know, I was always scoring the ball. So, I mean, I thought it was always cool. But um, I also played uh, – I was real good in track, actually. I actually had more more scholarship offers out of high school in track for the high oh. jump than um, – they asked you for basketball. Did you won your high school high jump or? Yeah, I, I placed uh, fourth, fourth in right. state. So it was pretty good. But I didn't know how to um, flop. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the flop yeah. technique. So I, I used to scissor kick. So I was a scissor kick like six, four, six, six. So it was amazing. So, but I didn't take it serious, obviously, because I wanted to go to school for basketball. Uh, I played a little bit of football, but I, you know, I, I didn't know football wasn't for me. I played baseball. Actually, I love baseball. It was my first sport, but I was terrible at baseball. <laughs> so I did a little bit of that. So that's pretty much, I did a little soccer, but now soccer went for me. It's just too much conditioning for me. So, so one of the reasons I ask that is a lot of time we see in sport nowadays is kids and young people specializing too early. And one of the things I try yeah. and teach people is you want to play as many sports as you can. Um, so yeah, next question. So, I was looking back at your high school career, like throughout your kind of years playing high school, you averaged like 23 points a game. Like what did you, like, mm-hmm. what did high school basketball kind of teach you? Like who was your role models in that time for you in your career? Um, see, basketball was um, in high school was uh, was a journey for me. Cause um, you know, I was starting to like starting to love basketball around that time. So, you know, um, and um, in my four years, we was pretty, we was pretty dominant. And especially in my hometown and in the state of Georgia, so uh, you know we was, it was a winning culture and stuff like that. I think I probably lost a total. I know I lost under maybe under twenty games in my whole high school career. Probably won over hundred and five games. So it was pretty. You know we we won a lot. Um, it was the concept of winning. You know, you necessary. You know nobody get to shine. We all get to shine. So my first three years, I didn't average a lot. Maybe the, I think my junior year averaged most. Maybe like. 12 or 13, but um, we was, you know, everybody was real balanced. You know, it was like something like we ran a system, you know, we played defense, we just wanted to win. So I was able to go to the four, I mean, three final fours and one elite eight. And then my senior year, a lot of the guys, the seniors, we lost a lot of big class. So it was just me and my um, my running mate. And that's when, you know, I scored, our philosophy changed. We wasn't really defensive minded, we were just offensive minded. So yeah. I was able to score a lot. And stuff like that. So, but I had a pretty all my coaches was my role model. Coaches was my um, my role model throughout. Coach Buck, Coach Rob, and Coach Hunter, um, Dotson. There's a lot of them. Um, but my teammates were, you know, was my role model because during high school, that's who I mostly played for. You know, my um, my teammates because we were so we were so we had a bond which is still last today. We was brothers, and you know, we all played for one one cause just to win. And stuff like that, and you know, obviously, you know, your my mom and my dad and my siblings was obviously my 
inspiration and my motivation. But yeah, so. Hey, so can I hear an ice cream truck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes every day around the same time. Amazing. So, uh, after leaving high school, you obviously went to Charleston. What made you choose Charleston? Did you have many high? Did you have, as you said, did you have many collegiate offers? Or yeah, so yeah, what, what made you choose Buckeyes? Um, you know, um, I only had four offers. It was Charleston Southern, it was Jacksonville, Moorhead State, and Delaware. So I had them four. Um, I only went on one visit to Charleston Southern. Um, this guy that recruited me, uh, BJ Mackey, uh, he was, you know, you probably don't know him. You probably do. He's all-time leading scorer at South Carolina, stuff like that. Played in the league, played overseas once a year. So uh, we really connected on a personal level. And, like, you know, he was like a mentor and stuff like that. And I, I grew a bond with the head coach, Coach Randall and the whole coaching staff. And Charleston is um, one of the beautiful city. got beaches, you know. A lot of people go there to get married and stuff like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was the team was um, – I, I really didn't think I was going to have the career I was going to have at Charleston. So I thought I was going to be there for all four years and, you know, work my way up to a starting role. I thought I was going to come off the bench the first two years because we had um, a promising point guard at the time, stuff like that. And then we had a lot of transfers coming in too. So, um yeah, and I, I'm glad I made the decision. One of the best decisions I made in my life. So I also, when I was doing research, seen that I think it was after your second year, you had a few kind of NBA draft workouts. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. So, um, funny is, um, I was actually, funny thing is, um, after my second year, um, I wanted to transfer from Charleston Southern because we was losing. I wanted to go to the NCAA tournament. So my coach, Coach Randall, my head coach, came up with this this plan for me to graduate in three years. So I was on track to graduate college in three years. And so then that summer, I want he was like, you might as well declare for the draft just to see, you know, what do uh, the NBA scouts and all the pro yeah. scouts like think of you and stuff. So and at that time, you could declare and like, you know, get workouts. So I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, get a workout with the Milwaukee Bucks. And it was an amazing experience, great feedback and stuff like that. Um, I see why guys kill themselves to go to the NBA because it's very professional. They treat you good. They treat you great. They treat you awesome out there. I suppose. So did that kind of, when you, I was saying you kind of completed your, your college in three years, was that kind of a big mover and didn't let your yeah, graduate senior to North Carolina? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, me for me personally, I've always been big on my academics. So just for me to graduate in three years is a testimony of hard work. So and doing it as a student athlete, I think is hard, too. Absolutely. So, I mean, I bust my ass in, um, in the summer and, you know, in the school because I've been there because I never went home for the summer. I always took classes in the summer. Wow. So a lot of people, um, you know, thought I redshirted, you know, because most times you redshirted and you know, you've been in school four years technically, you got, but you got one more year to play. So, I mean, I did it the hard way, which I, I wouldn't <laughs> ask for no any other way. Yeah. But um, me and my coach, you know, we knew before the season, it was a possibility of me leaving. Um, Cause you know, I graduated, so I did it the right way. If I'm a, I told him I was going to be loyal to him. And if I was going to graduate, you know, I, if I was going to transfer, I was going to graduate Charleston Southern first. So I gave him my word and he gave me his word. And, you know, once I graduate, he would help me if I want to transfer and stuff. So, and luckily my last year, my junior year was my best year at Charleston Southern. So it all worked out for me. Yeah, so I've seen that. I think from your three years at Charleston, you were 
all rookie team, then in your junior year, all like every year you were there, you were in one of the top teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of overwhelming. What you know, it's kind of surreal to what I did at Charleston Southern. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's my teammates and my coaches and the fan base there. Um, they really supported me and really gave me the um the confidence to be the player I was at Charleston Southern and. And um, a lot of people praise, you know, a lot of people, you know, look at me and you think I'm a Tar Heel, but I'm a Buccaneer first. And, you know, yeah. Charleston Southern is my first home for sure. It was uh, no North Carolina without Charleston Southern. So um, I give I give a lot of credit to, you know, Coach Randall and the coaching staff and my teammates that was there for me from the beginning. Nice. So obviously what you're saying there, so when did kind of North Carolina come in your horizon? Hey, how did that come about? Did you have any other offers or... Um, yeah, what made you choose to go to North Carolina? Yeah, so that year, so when I put my name in the portal, um, I probably heard from every school in the country. <laughs> I probably had I probably had just about an offer from every school in the country. Wow. Um, the, and the ESPN released, um, I think, like a transfer list. I was yep. ranked number seven at the time. So that, that you know, so, but... You know, at the time, you know, I was hearing from all these schools, you know, I was like, you know, classes, I'm in school, I'm in class, giving me calls, I had to step out, had to, you know, so everybody knew, because like, you know, obviously my stock, my stats at Charleston yeah, was, was, was awesome. So I'm getting all these calls and stuff. So at the time, North Carolina was still in playing in a tournament. And um, I heard the buzz about um, possibly, you know, North Carolina was going to reach out, but, you know, I didn't think none of it. Cause they haven't reached out. Cause I was like, if they had reached out by now. They would it was maybe like <clears throat> two or three weeks in the process since I put my name in the portal. And then it was, um, so this guy from the, uh, we was actually, uh, he was another team that was in my conference at Charleston Southern, actually my rival um, school from Winthrop, um, coach Cloman. He, uh, he hit me up. was like, uh, Kelana going to reach out. And I was like, uh, sure. I mean, I hear you. And then little do you know, like um, maybe a day later, they had lost to Auburn in the Sweet 16, I want to say. Lost to Auburn. So maybe like a couple of days later after that, I get a call from um, Coach Frederick, assistant coach from Carolina. And then the ball started rolling after that. And I got on the phone with Coach Williams. And then Coach Williams came down to Charleston to see me. Because, uh, he, you know, he'd be in Charleston a lot because um, he got like a house in uh, Wild Dunes on the beach out there so it was convenient for him too so it was as a matter of fact it was on Easter Easter Sunday <laughs> Easter Sunday he came to Charleston you know we met for like maybe an hour really you know down to earth guy you know uh really connected and stuff like that so um yeah I went up on a visit and pretty much after that it was history wow amazing guys taking travel down to see especially on Easter Sunday I suppose as well so yeah Obviously, your year at uh, North Carolina uh, was obviously the one that was quite impacted by COVID. It was looked like a tough year. Uh, how did yeah. you find it, like adapting to like a changing system and a different role for you? Um, you know, at first you can obviously see it in the way I play, and you know, obviously you look at the stats and see if you watch the game. It was hard to adjust to the system at first. Um, Getting to how Coach Williams and the coaching staff wanted me to play, um, trying to find myself find how I want to play within the system too and you know um, it was also challenging because we were losing games dealing with a lot of injuries 
Um, you know, we never could get the chemistry down because, like, obviously, you know, Cole was hurt, B-Rod was hurt, Mondo, Sterling, all these guys were just hurt at different times. And so we never could get, like, a, a rhythm going. But, I mean, eventually, you know, coach, coach always believed in me. The coaching staff always believed in me to put me in just to uh, show me that he had faith in me. And I think the lower, towards the last 10, 13 games of the season, I really came on. Yeah. And um, it really, uh, he always joked around with me. He was like, you came on in February, but uh, I wish you would have came on in, um, in November. <laughs> so he always he always joked about me with that. And um, I mean, I'm glad I did come on. You know, like I said, I preach to myself. I tell to be, uh, you got to persevere through adversity. You know, I hit diversity. You know, I'm used to being a go-to guy at Charleston Southern, taking all the shots. And I mean, going to Carolina, I knew I wasn't going to be that guy, but I knew, you know, I had to sacrifice that role because, you know, for the greater of the team to win because I wouldn't go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, we was having a, um, so like I said, I, I stayed with, I fought through it. You know, people call it a slump and stuff. And, and like I said, like, you know, I don't regret going there one bit. I, if I do it again, I'll do the same thing. Amazing. So what was it like? So obviously moving to like an international uh, recognized school, playing in front of thousands of fans, national media coverage. How did you feel that you kind of, I want to say the word coped with that, or how did that help in the adjustment? Uh, it's kind of, it was a big adjustment because Charleston Southern, a lot of people don't know, is one of the smallest, maybe the smallest gym in Division One basketball, going to one of the biggest arenas and historic arenas in college basketball yeah. yeah it was big it was big I mean it was crazy man you know you see it on tv you see it you know you hear about growing up every basketball player knows about it you know the history about it. you know the players that put on that jersey before you it's 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 hard to explain um Words can't just describe it, you know, putting on that jersey every day, going to practice every day, just being on campus. Um, it's still surreal to me. Um, but, like, it's kind of funny now because I look at it as, like, home. Like, I don't look at it as, oh, North Carolina or Tar Heel. I look at it, oh, I'm going back home. I'm going to the gym, something like that. So now it's settled in as, you know, it's part of who I am. It's part of, you know, I'm a Tar Heel for life. And, you know, the family is there. We embraced it. But um, it was a big a big transition, you know, obviously, you know, coming from a smaller division one to a higher division one and well-known as Carolina. But, you know, at the end of the day, I was there, there to get my academics and there to finish my athletic career. So. Yeah. Amazing. So a uh, couple more questions on your kind of college. Basically. What was it right like playing for going from maybe Charleston to play for such a, a well-esteemed coach and like Roy Williams and what kind of did you learn from uh, your different coaches at college? Um, so the difference, I mean, I think both of my coaches, I love them. Um, yeah. I love them. I think the similarities I have with both of them, I love them on a more um, personal level. You know, basketball, you know, it's, some stuff is bigger than basketball. I think we both connected um, as a man, you know, them like, you know, helping me be a better man. And, you know, um, I felt like we uh you know, a lot of people say that, um, even at Charleston Southern and Carolina, that I was always the coach's favorite. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think we just, it just, you know, just, we just, a personality, you know, my character, and I think it just always uh, gel with a lot of people, you know, and, it, you know, when you have good energy, I think it just, you know, people gravitate to that. So, but, um, you know, obviously the difference is, 
I mean, I tell my I tell Coach Radius at Chalk Southern the difference between playing against, I mean, playing for Coach Williams and playing with um, Coach Redball. Coach Williams got um, three national championships, so uh, so that's I mean that's obviously the obvious difference. But um, it's really no difference, you know. Obviously, everybody got a different coaching style, but they both knew what they was talking about. They both um, wise wise um, wise men have been around the game a long time, and um, you know. Um, and I was, they both expect a lot out of me as a man, as a student, and as a player. And they all, and they both hold me accountable, you know. And they all, we all, we both, both of them had tough conversations with me, and both, and both of them, I have amazing moments with them, uh, memories too. And, and and to this day, I still talk to both of them. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what you, I, and I've spoken to loads of guys coming over from America. That's the thing they always say is the. Kind of the basketball family from college is always there for them, always there to reach out. And I think that's one of the kind of the special things about student athletes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you finished college with uh, one thousand eight hundred seventy-eight points in one hundred twenty-six games. Uh, you t- your top scoring game for for NC was eighteen against Syracuse. Um, yeah. So how do you feel like your college career kind of shaped you for turning professional? Uh, and how would you describe your game? Uh, so I answered the first one about how does it shape me. I think on on the basketball side, it really gave me a sense of of role. I think I could be able. I'm very versatile. Like you know, obviously I came off the bench. I started a little bit. You know, I was a role guy at Carolina versus, and I also was the man, the go-to guy at Charleston Southern. So I think that would help me throughout my career. Like you know. Obviously, the Rocks are more so the go-to guy, but maybe if I move up in the lead or go somewhere else, I'm gonna have to be a role guy, which I was able to adjust because I've been playing. I played that in um in college at you know either school, so I think that's a um, that's an advantage I have. You know, some guys always been a role guy, or some guys always been a man, so they don't know how to accept their role. So I think that's one thing that I really grasp on the basketball side that can help me professionally. And um, I think another thing professionally is like you know. You're going to have slumps. You're going to have a deal with adversity, regardless if it's in the game or off the court. You're going to deal with adversity. It's just how you're going to persevere. Are you going to be a, a good guy through it? Are you going to be, you know, a good teammate? You're still going to do the, all the good things, the positive things. That may not, might not be going all good on the basketball court, but they all going to say, like, you're a great guy. You know, you're for the team and stuff like that. And that's one of the biggest things, especially in the professional, where I learned so quickly here. If you're a great guy, great teammate, a good energy, you might not be playing the best on the court, but you know it's all about your mouth in a professional world. So I feel like you know you never have to say like he's a bad kid or bad guy or stuff like that. So um, you know I think that's what the biggest thing. And you said the second question was what was the second question? Like how so coming out of college, how would you describe your game? Like if someone was going to say, oh yeah, Christian, oh. like how does he play? Um. Well, obviously, you know, the, the main focus is I can score the ball on all three levels, I feel like it. Um, but I think I try to pride myself of being a um, pretty good guard rebounder. Um, I try to, you know, I try to improve defensively, help my team defensively. Um, and I just think I'm, I just want to, one of the qualities I think I have is just fearless, you know. If we, um, I feel like I just, just competitive, you know. Um, I might not have a good game, but I don't think I never lose the fight. You know, we're gonna always fight. You know, 
I might not be the most biggest and the most, you know, athletic, but we're going we gonna to fight, you know, we're going to go to war, stuff like that. But um, obviously you want to go, but scoring is basically a big part of my game. And, you know, I'm, I brace that about myself. I suppose what you're saying about never kind of giving up, I think one of them, I can't remember what game it was. It was one of the games you, I think it was maybe against Cheshire, you came from nowhere to block the guy from behind. Maybe in Jalen Hayes, you blocked from behind. Yeah. Uh, just never, you just never give up on the play. I really like that in your yeah. one of your qualities of you. Yeah, yeah. I try to, I try to be. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm the best defender because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You know, the most. But you know, I'm gonna try. You know, I'm gonna try. You know, I'm gonna try to give it my all, all I can. You know, I might not be my best performance most night, or might not be shooting the ball. But I always told my. Um, I always tell myself if I'm not having, because scoring is obviously a big part of what I do. Um, if I'm always not having a, a big time scoring night or not making shots, I'm gonna do the little stuff like oh, rebounds or assists or steals or do anything. Now I'm not just gonna be, oh, he just a scorer. If you just, you know, he, he doesn't score, then he's not effective. So obviously uh, finishing off at North Carolina, how obviously everything ended due to COVID. How was the summer for you? Like, what did you do to kind of keep going? Uh, how did it impact you coming out of college? That's a good question because my summer was terrible. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, during a regular year, you know, you got all these opportunities, all these work, you can do workouts, summer league, you know, all these showcases where you could figure out, you know, where you want to go and stuff like that. So all this stuff was canceled. You know, the season, they had to finish the rest of the season. So my off season was, I mean, like, you know, I got, I came to the Rocks in December. Yeah. So my season, so you got to think COVID struck in March. So almost a year from right now. And um, I have been considered my summer off season since March all the way to December. Wow. So it was, you know, I had to uh, get me a part-time job, you know, um, and then while staying in shape. You know, it was kind of hard, you know, difficult. Then you're thinking like, okay, all right, was I, will I be able to get a job? Or was, you know, cause a, lot of, a lot of teams, because the G League was one of my focus, but, you know, um, they had the bubble. So a lot of teams opted out. So it was hard to get a spot. And then overseas, you know, a lot of guys, was, a lot of teams wanted to get veteran guys and stuff. So they was taking, they wasn't really taking a, a risk on, um, on rookies. So, um, you know, so I had to, um, you know, I, like you said, you know, it was some adversity and I always stayed positive. You know? yeah. So when I, when I heard about, you know, the job opportunity, I took it, you know, without, without a doubt, you know, I knew, I, I heard they was, you know, not doing so well, but, you know, I'm just grateful to have the opportunity and like I met these guys, you know, be able to get a, be a mentor, I mean, a, a mentor as in MG. And um, I think the Rocks organization is, you know, very professional and have no complaints. Um, and I'm part of getting to know these guys, every last one of my teammates, you know, and, you know, it's my first year. So you're always going to remember your first year. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you just made a good point. Like, obviously, the summer was tough for a lot of people. And as you say, staying positive and looking always forward to seeing what's the next opportunity is huge. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got, got to stay positive. Um, you got to stay um optimistic and stuff like that because you never know what will happen. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously coming to Glasgow in December uh, in the midst of uh, a lockdown, how, how have you found Glasgow or from what you've got to see and how are you guys keeping busy? 
man, I I I think Glasgow is is a beautiful city. I think it is. But I'm tired of people telling me all these stories about it's a good night out, it's a good city. And like every time I go downtown and go give me something to eat, I just see nobody but me and Ron in a ghost town. And um but I do I do um I mean I did my research obviously. They say Glasgow is one of the you know, top five cities for sure, like people go to and like have fun and stuff like that. It sucks that y'all on lockdown and it sucks that um I won't be able to probably won't be able to experience because I don't think the lockdown will be lifted before I leave. But um um like you said, um like the organization I told you is very professional and uh so they made sure you know we was comfortable, G and Sean and the, and the whole organization made sure we was comfortable, we were settled in and and right now, you know, I'm starting to starting to drive around places without GPS. So it might, you know, I think I'm doing pretty good if you ask anybody. So also, I don't know if you know this, but you were or are now the top scoring American in Rock's history in your debut in your debut game. Oh, for real? Yeah, you're. Yeah, all right. So from at least 2008 till now, so in 12 seasons, you're the top. And in, in your debut game, you scored the most points out of any of American play for the Rocks. Oh, for real? Hey, yeah. hey, why nobody told me that? Maybe because we lost the game. That's why. <laughs> uh, but uh, nah, like I said, um. I'm pretty sure you know the story. So it was actually kind of crazy to me because I was like, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know no <laughs> plays. I didn't know what, who did what. Like, I just met them that morning, actually. Yeah. So I didn't even know everybody's name almost. <laughs> so I'm over here like he was, because, you know, G was telling me, like, you know, you're going to play a little bit, you know, just, you know. Man, I play like, I want to say close to 30 minutes, and I'm like, and I didn't know who Newcastle was. I heard of it because um, one of my uh, form, one of my former um, guys at Charleston Southern played at Newcastle before, so I kind of knew a Newcastle. I didn't know they was one of the top teams. So I'm like, so you just put me out there, and then they calling all these plays. I'm looking at them like, um, okay, I'm just gonna sit in the corner, <laughs> and I guess I come off the ball screen. If I'm open, I shoot it. If I don't, pass it. So it was um, it was actually you know very fun and stuff like that, and. And I think it was one of my my best games since I've been here. I want to say so. Um, it was very cool, you know. Quarantine sucks, you know, being in the house <laughs> in ten days. So, um, but no, nah, it was a good experience. Like you said, that's your first professional game. You, yeah. you know, like you said, you're gonna remember that. So, it's pretty special, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. So, how uh, final couple questions? How have you found the BBL as in terms of competition, level of play, and yeah, what's your general thoughts in the league? Um, I I mean I think I told G this. I think I think the BB personally for me it helps me you know moving forward you know in my professional career it was a good I feel like it was a good starting point for me. I feel like the I think it's a guard heavy league, a very guard heavy league, and I think the guards in this league are very respectable. So to me to you know to you know put me up with against them every night and showcase and guard them. I think it's uh, put me in a good position and put me, you know, help me moving forward as guard, like elite guards. Um, and it makes me feel confident in myself that I can hang around with them and be considered one of the top guards in the league. You know, obviously, the, um, you know, we're not where we at as a team, which that was, you know, which, you know, doing what we can control. Um, I think the BBL is a good league, you know, especially for me being a rookie. I think it's, 
I think it's like a perfect fit. You know, I couldn't ask for a better lead. You know, I think um, I think um, G and the, and the Rocks um, gave me a lot of you know a lot of a lot of um, opportunity to showcase what I have and be able to you know give me the keys in a, in a sense. So um, I mean, I like it. You know, I I think they conduct the BBL conduct themselves professional, and I think you know BBL is a great league. Yeah, so so obviously maybe like have you have you played every team yet? Every team except Bristol and Manchester. Mm-hmm. Bristol and Manchester. Yeah. Who's been your uh, toughest matchup then so far? Um, it's it's a lot of tough ones. I'll tell you that. Like you say, everybody got at least one or two good guards. So, um, I hate I hate to say it because we um, this is my guy, one of my closest friends. I knew him since like four or five years. Karan Ross. He's obviously one of my tough matchups, but that's my guy though. So I love him. Um, you know, um I I Crandale Fletcher, so obviously Liggins is good and Dirk is good and um Lillard did good against us and um uh, let me think. Uh trusted uh who else? Tony Hitch was pretty good himself. Um uh, I'm trying to think about Plymouth. I'm trying to think um, Plymouth. I'm trying to think Worcester, the Anderson Kimball duo. They is pretty good from Worcester. Um, like I said, just about every team have a one or two guards, you know. So uh, obviously Cortez. I can't forget about Cortez. Cortez is you know pretty good himself. And um, Kevin Kevin Ware, first time playing London, he did good against me. So. I mean, like I said, just about every team we play, man, is yeah. I got to match up. They got to guard me, but I got to guard them, so it's tough. Yeah. Awesome. So, what should we look? Last question: What should we look forward to, Christian Keeling, for the rest of the season? Um. So you know, like you said, me being positive, I'm. We trying to make the playoffs. That's our goal. You know, we sitting at last place, so not necessarily what I'm gonna do. Just see what I'm gonna do to help the team win. Um, we got a we got a tough stretch, but we gotta suck it up, you know, and try to get some wins, you know. But like you said, we gotta take it one day at a time, one game at a time. Try to get one percent better every day, um, you know. But me personally, I gotta I gotta do something. I gotta do something to get more defensively, offensively. I gotta I gotta improve myself. So um, I'm always gonna look at look at myself in the mirror. So. I need to do better as a player. Um, so and I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to do better. I'm, I hope. I hope it reflects it down the stretch. Thanks, man. So, Christian, thanks very much for you, uh, joining us in the podcast, man. That was class. Uh, hopefully, that was good for you too. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks very sure. much for joining me on the Rocks on podcast. Thank you for having me, man.